You're listening to the Sports on Tap Podcast Network. Cheers to sports. You're listening to a bonus episode of Pod That, Two Brothers Talking Sports. You're either listening to this at the end of our main episode this week or just as a bonus clip. Um, And this is going to be the 10 craziest, nutty, whatever you want to call it, athletes of all time. And I'm Sammy. And I'm George. Welcome to the greatest show in podcasting. Boom. Let's talk about it, George. Some of the craziest athletes. Um, and we talked about it in our main podcast. Now, you could be listening to this in two years, three years. Who knows? Because uh, this is a pretty... This topic can last quite some time. But the reason this was brought up, are the 10 craziest athletes, um, was this is the weekend that Antonio Brown went crazy for the 17th time. But this time, probably for the last time on an NFL field, taking his shirt off, <laughs> doing jumping jacks in the end zone and walking off uh, the field in New York. So I guess we start with Antonio Brown uh, as one of the 10 craziest athletes of all time, George. Yes, absolutely. And it kind of sparked me into creating what I'm going to be calling from now on the Antonio Brownometer. Anytime someone goes crazy, I'm going to rate it from one to Antonio Brown. Is he 10? Yep, he's 10. I do not think you can possibly do something weirder than not just leaving the field, getting in, waiting for an Uber, getting picture take, getting in an Uber, getting in an Uber, and then dropping a rap track after the game. Yeah, and then like being courtside at the Nets game the next day and like just posting things like, yeah, I left the field, but that's because I'm a super gremlin. What, the what is a super is gremlin? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what he posted on his story. On Twitter, he put a picture of himself and just wrote super gremlin. And then on Instagram, he posted a story of the same picture. And he said, I know what I did leaving the field, but that's because I'm a super gremlin. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? He's a super <laughs> gremlin, bro. <laughs> like, you don't get it. There's nothing about this guy that I get. And actually, George, there is... This is he's one of those that might be the one of the longer topics on this podcast, probably just because it happened so recent. Days right? ago. Yeah. yeah. But I, I have a Antonio Brown three year timeline on my phone. <laughs> okay. Oh, nice. I'm not gonna like read all of them, but I'm gonna try to do it quick. This is from 2018 till now. He was deactivated uh week 17 for the Steelers in 2018 after throwing a ball at a teammate in practice. Um he met with the I mean, Steelers. That's a six on the Antonio Brown meter. Like it's like, all right, he's nuts, but not that bad. Yeah, he. They both agreed to move on uh, later in the year. He was traded to the Raiders, placed on non-football injury list because he had the frostbite on his feet from <laughs> from cryotherapy because he didn't wear the sandals. That enters the Antonio Brown meter zone. Yeah, and then he remember he skipped training camp because he didn't want to wear the helmet. <laughs> that's right. He was mad at the helmets. Um, the Raiders release him then because he posted on Instagram asking them to release him, and they did. He signed a one-year, fifteen million dollar deal with the Patriots, um, and then a former trainer Brittany Taylor accuses Brown of sexual assault. Uh, while Sports Illustrated article reported a second incident of sexual uh, misconduct, and then he was released by the Patriots a week later. And then uh, a couple months later, he was charged with a felony burglary with battery and two misdemeanors for an incident with the moving truck company 
Um, well, I mean, to be fair, moving truck companies usually fucking suck. They do, but not enough to have two misdemeanors. No, he was suspended so. for eight games for multiple violations. Browns Brown signed a one-year contract with the Bucks. Catches five touchdown passes, wins the Super Bowl, re-signs with the Bucks. Then he suspended three games um, because he misrepresented uh, his vaccination status with a fake vaccine card. Um, and then takes his equipment off and runs off the field during a Jets game. And Bruce Arians, right after the game, says he's no longer a buck. And I will add for those that this is not the PG-13 version. This is the rated R version. He also posted himself getting a blowjob um, by uh, Tiana Trump uh, in his gym somewhere in between. I forgot about that part of the timeline. That part was also posted it on the Internet. Yes, him. Yeah. Online. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's going to be there forever. Yeah, so that is um, another thing that Antonio Brown has done. Yeah. So that has been a pretty wild three years, George. All and right. Well, you, I'm going to ask you. Okay, go ahead. When we get to the, one of these guys, you tell me if you, any of these guys sound crazier than Antonio Brown when we go through them. Okay, I will. And I, I think there's one thing, right? Some people we give grief to. I, I heard this example the other day. It's like, okay, you know, everyone believes in second chances and this, like Josh Gordon deals with him with an addiction. Right. People put their arms around Josh Gordon and are excited when he gets a chance and all this. Is there a certain point where, you know, with some, there's, there's gotta be a certain point of some people you're just like, this guy's just a fucking bad guy. Like Antonio Brown is not like a sec, a third, fourth chance guy. Like he should stop getting chances. He's just a bad person. Right. Yeah, he probably has some problems like mentally and he probably needs help and he probably has CTE and he's probably, you know, really in big trouble mentally. But he's probably also a bad guy. Those both of those things can be true, right? Both can be true. Yeah. And that's where I'm saying is I want to make that this part quick, but it's just, yeah, Josh Gordon deals with an addiction and it's kind of sad. Right. And that's why people wrap wrap their arms around. That's why when he scored a touchdown off the Chiefs this year. Twitter was excited. People were celebrating right. it, right? There's a lot of people that did not celebrate Antonio Brown being back on the Bucks, right? No. There's a lot of people that think, like, why does this guy get so many chances? He's a bad dude. He treats his baby mamas wrong. He posts sex tapes on the internet. He has misdemeanor, sexual conduct, moving truck issues, like drama, whatever, right? So at some point, Antonio Brown's reaching that level of not just your fucking nuts, like, you know, there might be some on this list that are just dudes that are just fucking nuts, like because right. they're nuts. He's at the he's almost at like, okay, you know, this guy's just like maybe a bad dude level. No, absolutely. Uh, right. Antonio Brown. All right. So uh you start with Antonio Brown. I'm gonna start with you know the next most obvious mount that comes to mind on this list, and that's Mike Tyson. Um, Mike. Big Mike, uh, Mike Tyson. Um, Mike Tyson. He's, he's one of the craziest on this list. Um, the guy, first of all, we all know he got convicted of rape, came back to boxing. He bit off of Vander Holyfield's ear. He um, he fret, threatened to eat Lennox Lewis's children. He said he had a broken back live on TV. Final. Sp- <laughs> Final. Uh, J- Jim Gray actually had to interview him, which must, must have been a difficult. He actually told a female reporter that he wanted to fornicate with her. If he would only speak to her, if he, she would fornicate with him, he told all women reporters, <laughs> yeah. I only do the interview. 
if they fornicate with me. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, fornicate means sex, which his vocabulary somehow is much higher than mine because I know what that means now because I looked it up like down way before I knew it before this podcast. But fornicate, no one really says fornicate <laughs> very often. He also uh, has his face tattoo. And um, he, does, he does. He does. And uh, uh, countless other things. He's pretty damn crazy. On a, the, the, the zero to Antonio Brownometer, he's Antonio Brownometer. No, he's not. He's at like an eight. He's not even close to the Antonio Brownometer, to be honest. He's, I think he's like really. He Antonio bit off someone's Brown ear. I know, but this he was, he's a boxer. His a lot of his crazy shit was involved boxing. Okay, this is a very lot fair. of Antonio Brown's crazy shit involves misdemeanors, battery, uh, sex tapes, walking off the field with his shirt off. That's not even in the game of football. Like, right? I just feel like a lot of Antonio Brown's surpasses the sport. Mike Tyson stuff that surpassed the support the, the sport was mostly like verbal things like telling girls he'd like to fornicate with him um, yeah. in interviews. But he's not, I don't think he necessarily has as much of the bat. He's not like right now, he does a lot of podcasts and people kind of love the new Mike Tyson. Mm -hmm. I don't really think Antonio Brown has that part to him where a lot of people like still think he's awesome and fun. There's a no, lot I, of people I, I like, see exactly what you're saying. And I, I do agree with this. There's not many people that reach the Antonio Brown meter. That's why it's an Antonio Brown meter. So like he has to. So I put Tyson at an eight personally. All right. Who's no, who's next on the third? Well, I, got, I want to say something about Mike Tyson. Really oh yeah, more about Mike Tyson. All right, let's see what you got. I just my thing with Mike Tyson. I think it's what's the best way to put it. I think he his craziness is underrated because <laughs> I like that. Well, in boxing craziness kind of makes you who you are right so mm -hmm. one not only was he maybe like one of the top five greatest fighters of all time but his craziness really added to the sport and added to his actual profession right in like right. football i think a lot of the other guys there's a couple nba ones there's one nba one especially that i think also adds to it but like there's some guys like antonio brown the craziness doesn't add any good value other right. than well, entertainment. It, it, like you're right in boxing because like you're feared right you're fearful of mike tyson i mean yes. get a guy's ear off he's he will try to kill you no one's scared of antonio brown they just think like dude this guy's nuts right. like in a bat not in a scary way like he's gonna kill me just like you fucking like are kind of dumb like oh, we don't want you on our team mike tyson right. you'd want on your team because of his craziness it's like the Absolutely. opposite right yeah, like, to totally get it well speaking of nba then one of the NBA guys we have, this is not the one that I said I would add as like the craziness was a benefit, is Ron Artest, a.k.a. Meta World Peace. Mm -hmm. His craziness is maybe funny and a little goofy, but it wasn't, didn't really, I don't feel like it added to his, uh, to greatness or anything. It actually, part of it hurt his career, right? He was suspended for a season for climbing into the stands and being part of knocking people out <laughs> in a, in a, in the, in the, what is it called, George? The, uh, Oh my God. The malice, malice in the, the palace. Thank you. Yeah. I was like, Oh my God, the malice in the palace. That doesn't benefit his career. He's suspended for a year. It's kind of like Antonio Brown craziness there, but there was other parts that his irrational confidence, changing his name to Metaworld world peace, the stories that he's had about, remember the story he had about the way they played in the pr playgrounds back in the day. And his hood yep. was one guy. He's like, I saw a guy pull a 
leg off the table and stab somebody through the chest. He's like, that's how serious basketball was when I grew up. He's like crazy on the level of not just crazy as a person, but he has like his own personal crazy stories and comments. Yeah, he's like, and but I feel like he's done a great job of of going uncrazy. I guess is the best way to put it. Like he's had a really good second act after the craziness. But he's still crazy. But his oh, he's still crazy. Yeah, he he had the one thing with Angie. He might or the one thing with Ron Artes. He might not even be on this list, George, if he didn't have that one incident in Malice in the Palace. Because the rest of his craziness is more funny craziness. Right, like yeah, his comments, like thinking his, his thinking his psychiatrist after the NBA Finals, yes, and like you know, like telling the stories, like I can't believe Kobe passed me the ball, he passed me the ball, and like telling those stories, and like remember the story about like some girl was interviewing him and asked him about like something, and he like got into his oh, would you like to be called Metal World Peace or Ron Artest? And he's like, you know what I find crazy is that like babies are born without teeth, like what if it was the opposite? <laughs> What if we were born with teeth and they fell out when we were adults? I was just thinking about that. That's crazy. And then it was like, she was like, well, okay. <laughs> like, what? So that's the type of crazy he is. The mouse in the palace, though, is probably what got him on this list. Right. No, no, totally. That I mean, that he probably wouldn't have been on this list if it wasn't for that. He would have been close. I will put him uh, as a three only on the Antonio Brownometer. Me too, because 90% of his craziness is happy and funny and good stories. Yeah, it's, not, it's not sad. All right, so the next guy on this list, number four, and I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna let I'm gonna give you the next NBA guy, but this guy is John Rocker of the Atlanta Braves. Now you might have been too young to remember John Rocker. Do you remember him well, Sammy? No, I don't even know who that is. So you need to give me some backstory why he's right. crazy. So so John Rocker was an Atlanta Braves closer. And he hated New York for some reason, just hated New York. But he was like, you watch the HBO show with the, the baseball pitcher, uh, East, East Bound and Down? You know the answer to that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it was more for everyone listening to the podcast, not, not just you. Well, you could have said, we watch. We both watched East Bound and Down. Yeah. So he was like the real life East Bound and Down. This guy was in a lot of trouble. It got so bad about his comments, which I'll read some of his quotes here in a moment, which, by the way, are his quotes, not mine. So if you have kids in the car and or you're listening around kids, you don't want them to hear all his earmuffs. Um, it got so bad that there was security around New York when the Braves wanted to uh, came to play, and they were, literally had people watching the top of the stadium to make sure there was no snipers trying to shoot them. Um, some of the things he said about New York and Sports Illustrated was, the biggest thing I don't like about New York are the foreigners. You can walk an entire block in Times Square and not hear anybody speaking English. Asians and Koreans and Vietnamese and Indians and Russians and Spanish people and everything up there. How the hell did they get in this country? Yeah, that's not that's not a good thing to say. <laughs> okay, uh, so this guy would not have lasted in 2021. No, no, here's some more. He said, I've taken a lot of crap from a lot of people, probably more than anybody in the history of the sport. I know Hank Aaron and Jackie Robinson took a lot of crap, but I guarantee it wasn't for six years. How much longer do they want me to take this for? He did not compare himself to Jackie Robinson. He did. Hank Aaron. Uh, <laughs> did this guy, was this guy good at baseball? <laughs> yeah, he was a really good closer. 
Um, he also said the media loves when there's a racial scandal or something, racism, bigotry. These are just hot button issues, and the media loves it when they ask him why he's racist. Um, why he's racist? <laughs> yeah, there he was. So he's really, like confirming he's racist. Yeah, yeah, when they asked him about like why they, he wasn't confirming he's racist, but he's like, oh, are you racist? Like, oh, people just really like, you know, to make a big deal out of things like this. Um, a lot of different things you can read more about him and he just hates new york and he says that uh you know he made a comment about gays and only gays can have aids so if anyone has aids they must be gay george yep i think there's a fire alarm going off so give me one second all right <laughs> you hear that yeah i was wondering what that was it's probably like one of the neighbors it's not here you're going to have to excuse us if there's a weird editing moment where you hear some buzzing noise or it cuts off and we restart because um, the apartment I'm in, the mechanical room for the elevator just exploded and there was a fire. So there was a 20-minute fire alarm in the middle of this podcast and I did not know what was going on until now and it finally stopped. The good news, George, nobody was hurt in this moment. There was no injuries. The mechanical room exploded. The fireman put it out. Nobody was in the elevator, thankfully, and uh, the alarm's gone. So there actually was a fire, but we were stuck on, what's his name? John Perry, and you probably hear in the background, and it, was John Ro- it was John Rocker, but I'm, John Rocker. it's okay once, you know, because you just went through a very traumatic moment. Um, I'm glad you survived, um, and I'm glad that the fire wasn't very big. We survived, baby. But that's why this edit will sound kind of weird for a second. But we're back, baby. And John All Rocker right. it is. John Rocker it is. So you probably heard part of the stuff of John Rocker. So I hear I'm, I'm going to go through his like main quote from Sports Illustrated that really got everyone fired up. Once again, his words, not mine. Kids in the background probably don't need them to be listening to this. Um, and then also after that, he was on a Reddit uh, Ask Me Anything, and he had some great responses about uh, a couple of years ago. So you want to also hear about those. So the biggest thing and the biggest controversy was made him the most hated man in sports in New York when the Braves were heading into town. In an interview in Sports Illustrated, he said, he said they asked him, why do you hate playing in New York? New York? He said, Imagine having to take the number seven train to the ballpark, looking like you're riding through Beirut next to some kid with purple hair, next to some queer with AIDS, right next to some dude who's just got out of jail for the fourth time, right next to some 20 year old mom of four kids. New York is depressing. Damn. This guy, I'm telling you, he would not be surviving in this, uh, in this time. I mean, he's only 40 something. So I wonder he's 47. Uh, he uh, was. He has an Instagram. I really wonder if he has a Twitter because that place is probably volatile. Yes, absolutely. Are you ready for some of his uh, his responses on Reddit? What do you mean some of his responses on Reddit? Well, because he had a Reddit Ask Me Anything where he hosted like a Reddit chat room and people could ask him anything. Okay, okay. So one user wrote to him and said, my gay friend Steve just told me to go fuck yourself. Rocker responded, sounds like you may have some tendencies, Davey. If you weren't gay, you would call yourself David, not Davey. Not that being gay makes you a bad person. Kind of uh, going back to what got him in trouble. 
He also went on to call one harasser a fucking loser and told another person on Reddit to enjoy living in your mom's basement until you're 40, beating off to Baywatch reruns at 2 in the morning. Yeah, this guy's insane. And my favorite one, um, so he went on and said, my skin is so thick you cannot absolutely get to me. And then that same user said, why are you so racist? He responded, racist question mark if dating three black women dennis martinez's daughter who's nicaraguan and god knows how many women from puerto rico and venezuela makes me racist then i guess you got me how does it feel being a sheep who is spoon-fed every opinion you had by some blathering talking head on tv like i said if this guy had a twitter it'd probably be pretty entertaining and you know he he does sound like one of those guys that for being honest for a second, like, you know, he's one of those dudes who just speaks his mind. He's old school. He's probably not racist. I mean, like he probably doesn't like hate anybody of a certain color, but he probably just believes that you can say whatever you want. And that doesn't necessarily work in these times. Um, it didn't even work in the nineties when he was pitching. He no, I, I, under, I understand, but that's not the point. The point yeah. is it doesn't work for some people, uh, like hearing that stuff. But at the end of the day, like, I don't know him as a person. You don't know him as a person. For all we know, he might be a guy that's not racist and the people around him doesn't think he is, but he's just one of those that lives in these certain lives in these times where you can't say these type of things because when you do, the first thought for people are gonna have is that you're racist. <laughs> yeah, and I want some truth serum to the guy who wrote uh, all the episodes for Eastbound and Down, the writers for that show. I want to know if it, it does portray John Rocker in real life. On purpose. It, it might. You never know. That, very similar. It's a very right. similar. Where do you world. put him on the uh the Antonio Browno meter? He's pretty high. He's like a nine. He's a nine. All right. Don't you think? Uh yeah, he's definitely I mean, a you, nine. You can't just ask the question and have no opinion. Oh, I have an opinion. I think he's a nine as well. I said I agree with your analysis. Yeah, he, he's he's right there because he's kind of nutty. The the quotes are just something else. But once again, I know there's no specific story of him maybe like you know, like Antonio Brown, like hurting somebody or misdemeanors. So his record's clean, so you can't be at Antonio Brown level. Yeah. I do like, though, he'd imagine riding the seven train like you're going through Beirut. (laughs) See, the the thing is, like, okay, that can come across. We're Middle Eastern. We're Middle Eastern. That's why we can laugh about it. Like, it doesn't offend me, right? Not me either. He's not saying F those people. He's just saying... There's hella Arabs on these train, and there's a lot of people that he's like, I don't feel like I'm an American. That if he doesn't like that, then you don't like New York. Like for me, yeah. it doesn't offend me, but it's kind of funny because you know what? If you're in New York, you probably are going to see exactly what he said. Yeah. I don't have a problem with it, but obviously he doesn't love it. I mean, just the way he said it, driving through Beirut next to a guy with purple hair. Yeah. I mean, that's what you would see in New York, correct? Exactly. He described <laughs> it correctly. Yeah. It just depends how you want to interpret him. All right. Who's next? Dennis Rodman. Uh, This is an obvious one. And this one is compared to how I was saying Mike Tyson. This guy's nuttiness. And this this one's not like at a level of a bad person nutty. This one is just a true craziness, true nutty. And he'd probably say it himself. And he's one of the guys that actually the nuttiness, I think, affected him positively in his sport, right? Yeah, the way elevated down. Yeah. Same thing. Elevated, affected him positively, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't negative. So he was 
crazy and energetic and nutty. And that's how he played the game of basketball with rebounding, with his defense, with just the nuttiness, the hair colors. I think the intimidation factor of his nuttiness played a big role. And of course, the off the court stuff, marrying himself, the hair, the Vegas stories, the all these different things all play a role. But Dennis Rodman is on this list, not in a negative way, but in a really fun, positive way, I would say. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, there's not much to say there. Everyone knows a lot about Dennis Rodman. Um, I'm gonna. I, there's two of them you came up with on the list. I'm gonna leave them for you. I'm gonna go with my, one of the guys I wrote on there and just online because you know this was my little bit of three minute research. John Daly, the golfer. Um, John Daly is nuts, according to this article I'm reading, from his alcohol and drug addictions to his unbelievable erratic play on the course. He'll blow up and shoot a 16 on a hole or be out on the course with no shirt and no shoes, which he's done before in a major tournament. But what's crazy about him is his life outside of sports. Uh, he's been found outside of a Hooters restaurant, absolutely like hammered and got arrested. He had frequent problems with drugs and gambling. And um, a popular alcoholic drink inclu that includes Arnold Palmer and vodka is nicknamed the John Daly. Yeah, I've heard about this a lot lately. Um, he's uh, considered a legend to a lot of people more than yes. anything um, because of this erraticness that he has when it comes to the game of golf especially, right? The game of golf doesn't necessarily require to be in tip-top shape, but the game of golf requires classiness, quietness, you know, respect, all these different things. But he does the opposite. He's loud. He drinks. He smokes. He, you know, dresses different, acts different. He has a whole nother level to it. And there's something about that that's perfect, right? When you hear I him totally talk agree. about it, he's such a funny, interesting dude. And, you know, I, honestly, don't you think the game of golf, and, you know, he's obviously not like a Tiger Woods level, right? Winning like Masters. But how cool would it be if somebody was that kind of nutty winning like something like the Masters? It'd be crazy. I'm just checking um, while while we're talking. Has he ever won a major tournament? Because I think John Daly has won a major before. And if he has, that makes it even cooler. So uh, yeah, he has, he's won uh, the PGA Championship in 1991 He had, and tied third for the Masters. So he's actually won a major too, which like you said, like it's a gentleman's sport and he's like definitely not the gentleman of the sport. Yeah, it's kind of that like it's one of those weird moments. Like, oh, he won a major. Like the golf community probably, some of the golf community probably hated it, but the fans probably loved it. Yeah, exactly. Of, That's thing, the right? best way to put it. The PGA was not happy. No, they would have rather had someone else win than John Daly. All right, who do you got next? Um, we have number whatever it is, Ron. I went with a guy that's not necessarily an athlete, even though I'm, he's played basketball, you know, like he, he, he was an athlete at some point, but his nuttiness comes from his coaching. But I had to throw on Bobby Knight. Um, I just feel like when you talk about a list of nutty people in sports, there's no way you can't have chair throwing, choking out, player freaking out, verbal abuse, Bobby Knight on the list. There's no way. I mean, he he, he just he, he's a shoo-in. Um, I'm kind of ashamed I didn't even think of him because maybe because I didn't think of an athlete. And you came up with him really quick on this list, and yeah, spot on, dude, spot on. He has some. He 
he has the craziest coaching moments in the history of all sports. I don't know if there's I mean like I've never seen anyone take a chair and throw it across the field. No. What about like choking out players? Never seen anyone choke out players before other than him. So that's that's usually choking people, I think. Um, I mean, we've seen a player uh, who's not on the list with Charles Spiro choke a coach. But that was just one moment. Like I, I feel like you have to have more than one moment to be on the list. So Bobby Knight has multiple, multiple moments. I wonder if you looked up like Bobby Knight's uh, best moments or like Bobby Knight quotes. I think that's something that we uh, like <laughs> – <laughs> yeah, here's this is what I was talking about. There's like certain things where it's like he's not you don't think about what was the what was the pitcher's name? John John Rocker. Yeah, you don't think about maybe Bobby Knight is just a quotes guy, but if you go through some of these, I mean like his first one is when my time on earth is is gone and my activities here are past, I want them to bear me upside down and the critics can kiss my ass. Like <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. Like, you know, like, it's not like something crazy, crazy. We just like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I mean, I don't know. If, I, I think today he wouldn't have lasted 35 years in Indiana, probably lasted 3.5 years in Indiana, but still great coach. Yeah. And he even, <laughs> if I were in charge, I'd drug test all you sons of bitches, not just the athletes. He said to the Indiana student body during a, uh, during a prep rally. Probably right. <laughs> they probably most of them would test positive. And apparently he hated the NBA, George. Bobby Knight once said, if the NBA was on channel five and a bunch of frogs making love were on channel four, I'd watch the frogs, even if they were coming in fuzzy. <laughs> like th- this guy actually has like look at this guy. Okay, this guy's crazy. He has another one. I tell you what really fries my ass. When somebody gets on me for the way I look, fat, overweight. Well, I might be fat or overweight, but no, I, well, I might, I may be overweight, but I'm sure not fat. I guarantee you, I'm a better athlete than. I don't even know what that says. It's it's blurred out. Then something body writing. To this day, they don't want to play tennis with me. They don't want to play me in golf. They don't want to fucking run with me. <laughs> you know, uh, to be fair, <laughs> God, I actually. I had something to say. How did that quote start? Uh, really, if you want, if you, I tell you what really fries my ass. Is that what? Okay, that, that's where I was going to go. You've said grind my gears before, but I think fries my ass is my new favorite saying. You know what really fries my ass? Well, grinds my gears is like an actual saying. I don't know if I fries know. my ass is something that people actually uh, tend to say. So he, as always, is quite Someone who, you know who is suffering from ass frying right now. I have to say, I love that. <laughs> I, I should probably give some context on there. Uh, I, I have a really bad rash, and it happens to be on my ass. So, so there you go. Shingles type of ass uh, rash. So it's ass frying. There's your ass frying. <laughs> and he did play basketball at Ohio State for, for three years. So I guess it's allowed to put him on the athletes' list. By the way. All right. Right. That, there that, you go. That makes sense. That is, yeah. That really, he really fried my ass. All right. Uh, my next one, because we talked about throwing chairs, I'm going to talk about a guy who used while he was coaching a throne on the sidelines, and that's Diego Maradona. 
the soccer player from Argentina, Napoli, uh, Barcelona. He actually used a throne when he was a head coach. He just passed away this year and sat on a throne instead of a regular chair while coaching a team in Argentina. And during the 1980s, while he was the best soccer player in the world, he twice went to the hospital on a cocaine overdose um, in the middle of the season. I don't know if it gets crazier than that. Yeah, he, I mean, unfortunately, if you want to get sad, he died because of the same type of shit. Yes. He, I mean, well, recently. They, think, they actually think there's no no uh, denying or confirming. Okay, well, I'll yeah. tell you. That's what happened. Yeah. I mean, like, you, you're not a cocaine addict, and then you just die randomly at age 50 without it probably being yeah. either your brain failing because of the drugs or because you were doing drugs again. So it probably relates to his his death, unfortunately. Um his is like kind of sad, but he's crazy at the same it time. It is. And if you haven't watched yet, and maybe that was something we can do as like a bonus episode at some point, we'll talk about later. Like the Diego Maradona documentary on HBO is an absolute like whirlwind of absolute craziness. Like you watch it and you're like, what the heck? Yeah. Well, that's what for him, like, I don't want it to come across as he's just on the crazy because of a drug addiction. It's not just that, right? No, like, no. You know, this isn't like Josh Gordon where it's like, ha-ha, craziest athlete, Josh Gordon had an addiction like in the NFL. No, this is like, even if you eliminate some of the cocaine stuff, like the guy was just crazy. Like, he, and he, he got involved with the Italian mob while he was playing in Italy. Yes, he's crazy. Like yeah. I said, like the guy's just crazy. So he has to fit on this list. Um, he's like a nine as well. There's only one person on this list, maybe two. Um one male, one female that I think we should leave to the end that okay. I believe will be the two that are maybe on the Antonio Brown ometer because they actually maybe harmed other people. Okay, so I know which two you're talking about. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna let you hit your last one and then we can hit okay. the last two together. Uh you hit All right. you, you you hit a uh one of your NFL players, I'll hit the NFL player of mine and then you can do the final one, which everyone should know what it is, but and it's a female. Okay, well, I mean, I guess this one, like, he also physically harmed people, too, but Bill Romanowski. Romanowski. Uh, yeah, hard to say for some reason. Uh, he was one of the most feared and craziest and most hated players to ever play the game. Uh, part of his routine before the game was he would cut the bridge of his nose, like the top of his nose, and that would, like, get some blood going so you can feel the blood going on <laughs> before the game. Um, he got sued by one of his teammates for crushing him in the eye socket because he punched his own teammate in 2003. He's been accused of spitting on people um, in the bottom of piles and trying to bite them to make them like go of a ball when it's fumbled so he can cover the fumbles. He he was just a nasty, nasty, nasty guy. And he admitted to taking steroids. Um, a lot of it might have been uh, steroid rage or roid rage, whatever they say. Yeah, he used steroids and human growth hormones. Um, and what's interesting is though, like, you know, he's kind of had a nice little comeback and like being a cool guy, like on Colin Cowherd show a lot on radio shows being a really interesting interview. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but he's like self-proclaimed crazy, right? Like, yeah, he's one of those like guys that, like, are you crazy? He'd be like, yes. Um, the only problem is like some of the craziness comes with sadness, which is like, uh, the fact that he, I, I just looked it up. He's had 20 reported, just reported concussions during his career, right? 
Yeah. Um, so that's a lot to have reported. And there's probably even more that were unreported. And as most people fear, if you read online, is like he's probably one of those most feared with CTE type of situations. Um, but he, you know, he's one of those, like I said, self-proclaimed crazy, and he kind of like lives up to it in a cool way. Like when he interviews, uh, he's been interviewed on like Colin Coward show a lot over the last couple of years. Like he comes in hot talking, just talking. Yeah. And like, he sounds nuts. Yeah. He's like, Oh, this game, you know, like that, like he has that drive in his voice. Like I'm about right. to say something or do something crazy. <laughs> no, I totally agree. Um, I don't really got much more on Bill Romanowski, but I do want to add one guy on the list before we get you to the final. I'd not add. I just want to honorable mention one person. Sure. John McEnroe. I, I mean, he's because no tennis player got on this list. His outbursts were pretty crazy, but outside of that, he was pretty good off, off the field and stuff like, or off the courts, I guess is the best way to put it. But he had some great outbursts on referees. Yeah, there was one more person I was potentially thinking of, and I can't remember who who it was. I was thinking about somebody that's like, "Hey, you're not on the list, but you might be." I wish I could I could think of it. Um, I've seen. I'm I'm like googling George, like wild athletes, like Ricky Williams. He's kind of crazy, but like his is like funny crazy. Like yeah. remember, then he like we retired once, and like what just went to go ride elephants like in a different and country smoke weed, yeah but yeah. now like smoking weed is legal so you probably just play football and maybe a honorable mention that i don't even want to compare him to he's not at the level of ab but like terrell owens was like the first the the calmer variation of ab yeah. as well um in the sense of like he you know the push to sit-ups outside of his house type of shit and whatever yeah, yeah. but but, like, not, but not, not nothing too he 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 walked the fine line but never stepped over and maybe chad johnson a little bit as well yeah with weirdness ocho cinco is more weirdness right yeah he was more funny actually i think yeah. he was it was all a shtick to be honest he, he'd fit if this list was just nutty people like for fun but like we're talking about people that also have some serious craze to them like absolutely some serious Mike nuts to brown Yes, and the right. last two on this list, Sammy, I'll let you go first and I'll go with the last one. This one, I don't want to talk about much. I just wanted to say it so badly. And, the, and this is going to be, he's on the Antonio Brown-o-meter because he might have actually probably did harm others. And I'm going to say Ray Lewis. Let's just keep it a buck, George. The guy was in a murder trial. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. We also, before I get there, we forgot to say it's kind of sad he's dead now, but Aaron Hernandez would be on this list probably somewhere too. Different yeah, but this, that's a different type of crazy. Like, no one wants to talk about it. Like, right. it's just like, eh. But Ray Lewis was in a murder trial. Um, and, you know, <laughs> him and OJ Simpson, they might, even, they might be both of them. <laughs> like, murder trials, like, that's not normal, first and foremost, to even be considered for a murder trial. But forget O.J. Simpson for a second. He's made a great... They've both made these great comebacks in their life now somehow, too. Right. But Ray Lewis, even without a murder trial, has that fucking crazy in him, right? The way he talks. If we think Bill Romanowski talks crazy, just go listen to a Ray Lewis interview. The way he plays on the field like, is almost a Bill Romanowski-esque. Um it's Bill Romanowski with a murder case. And if you okay. have a murder case, you gotta be 
you got to be on the top 10 craziest people. I, I accept it. I, I feel like it's a controversial one because a lot of people think he didn't do it. But the dancing, the all, all the antics, the, he was pretty nuts. Let's just say that. And still is kind of nuts. And if not him, then I'm throwing OJ on there. If you don't like the Ray Lewis, then OJ. One of them, you got to believe one of them did it. I mean, odds are, right? 50-50. OJ's out now, though, so... Yeah, let's not let's, let's be careful what we say about OJ and Ray Lewis on air. We love you guys. <laughs> love the best. Both very, very innocent. I take them off my list. I love you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the last person on this list is Tanya Harding, and she's the craziest female athlete in history. Uh, if you don't know Tanya Harding, most people know the story. She hired people to brutally attack and beat the shit out of Nancy Kerrigan, who was her biggest skating rival right before the Olympics, so she would be hurt and not be able to compete against her. And I'll leave it at that. I mean, there's nothing uh, more crazy than hiring someone to physically harm your opponent before a big competition. Yeah. Um, honestly, She's Antonio Brown on meter 10, right? Right. I mean, you can't, I mean, that's there's nothing crazier you can do for her. She's the type of person that might surpass Antonio Brown, right? Because Antonio Brown seems to harm himself a lot and harm those around him, but not to the point where we've ever heard of him making a, a like never heard of him setting up a hit job. To like Never. physically, brutally beat like the corner that like oh, I have a hit job on Richard Sherman this week before we play the Seahawks. <laughs> like never, he didn't go to that extent. Um, she's got to be like number one on the list. If you really think about it, George. Like, yes, I, I actually agree with you. You're talking about like I, you're you're playing in a competitive sport, right? which a lot of people in competitive sports, even boxing, as crazy as Mike Tyson is, a lot of times, like, post a fight, like, you hug it out. Right. You tell each other, like, that was that was meant for in the ring, right? Football, it's usually on the field. Off the field, hugs. Last night, Browns the Steelers, right? No matter how much intensity is on the field, Browns players are giving Ben Rosberger a hug. What a career. Like, respect, respect. NBA players do it. This woman put a hit job on her opponent. She didn't even want to compete with them. She That's what to... I was going to say. She didn't even want to compete. You're right. That's the biggest part of it. Like she was like, nah, fuck this. I'd rather hurt her. I'd rather have this person physically hurt in real life so I can win this competition and I don't have to compete. I can't That's believe weird. like she thought like who was like, all right, man, she's tough competition. What do you want to do? You want to train pretty hard? Nah, just go hire someone and beat the shit out of her. Like that's, that's like clinically insane. If you really think about it, like it would be like literally, like I said, like somebody being like, oh, I'm facing uh, Tom Brady tomorrow. Okay. We should on the highway put a banana peel like on a certain place or like have somebody from afar shoot What's his banana uh, Mario Kart now. Yeah. That was the point. <laughs> and have him or like outside of his parking spot, make sure so when he steps out of the car, he slips and falls and hits his head. Like yeah. that's how we're going to beat Tom Brady. Like, Oh, so you want to physically injure him in real life? So yeah, you don't have to that, play him. Nuts. That's nuts. Whatever. Did like she ended up in jail, right? Yeah, I think so. She got in, like some deep shit. Uh, let me see. The and how did it get confirmed? You know, 
I don't know, but she had to withdraw from the U.S. Skating Championship. In the years following the attack, there have been many incidents involving Harding to list. She's failed to stay straight and narrow, to say the least. She has resorted to box. She went to boxing to make a living, but she was forced to retire due to asthma. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's weird. Um, That's what took her down was the asthma. She's like, I'm <laughs> not anything else. Is there any documentaries on her? There's got to be. Yeah, there's right? a 30 for 30 on it on ESPN. I don't know why I haven't watched a 30 for 30 yet. I don't know why I haven't either. So I think that's something we should uh, definitely watch soon. Yeah. Well, George, you know what I'm doing? This is, this, I don't know why I've done this twice. Tell today, me. But like, I'm checking out her Instagram. I just want to see like how nuts she is now. She has an Instagram. Wow, that's pretty cool. The real Tanya Harding, two time US champ, two time Olympian, world silver medal, international figure skating champion. The I. Tanya movie. Oh, look at this girl. She she looks like a Karen. No offense to anybody out there named Karen, but you, you get the joke. <laughs> right? Someone's, someone's probably mad right now. Oh, George. During the holiday, she had 25% off her uh, cameos, personalized videos. Oh, oh that had been such a good personalized video. <laughs> <laughs> Who buys her cameos? It's got to be oh. like white elephant jokes. Yeah, it's definitely a white elephant joke. Like, have, Merry Christmas. I hope that no one hurts you this, this holiday season. Imagine paying for that. Wow. Well, this is not a sponsor for Tanya Harding's uh, cameos, but if you want to prank anybody, you can get a Tanya Harding cameo for somebody's yeah, birthday yeah. or holiday. What a time. What a time, man. 2022. Well, that was our 10 plus like five other mentions in between craziest athletes nuttiest whatever you want to call it right i th- i think insane 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 because some of them are like clinically i like crazy like, crazies and more google google wow google 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 there you go sounds like gullible um crazy athletes that's all we got i think um this is the first week of 2022. This can be listened to anytime in the next couple of years. So just shouting out 2022. And, uh, you know, if you're listening to this in the future, hopefully there's no more COVID. Um, hopefully we don't get any too many more crazy athletes to add to this list. And I don't yeah. think we need too many of those people in our lives, like ABs. No, um, no. Maybe so. one day we'll have to add to this, but you never know. But it, yep. it seems like, look, AB is the last is the first one to be on this list since who, right? Like, look at the people we named. It's been a while since, like, like Ron Artest and his Ron is like, Artest, not even that bad. No, and that was what like, two thousand three. So it takes yeah. every like twenty years someone gets on this list. Like Antonio Brown accomplished something this Sunday. Yeah, he made it on the like I would watch a documentary about how insane you are list. Yeah. But yeah, like it's gonna be a while. It's gonna be a while. It's gonna be a while before someone uh, makes it back on this list. So, congratulations, Antonio Brown. You did. You it. did something that's really hard to do. He's done a lot, actually. Make the NFL, win a Super Bowl, get a seventeenth chance, and now take his shirt off and run off a field and make the crazy list. So yeah. he's a lot of accomplishments. But with that said. This is the end of uh, our regular episode, George, and the bonus episode. So whatever you're listening to, we appreciate y'all. And leave us a review on Spotify and on Apple now. You can do it on either one. So go leave us a five-star review. Check us out at thesportsontap.com. Check us out at thesportsontap on all social media and at pod that on all social media. 
Um, and you'll find George and I on the bios of, of pod that to find our social media as well. And uh, we appreciate all the support, man. Absolutely. Thank you for so much for listening and please share this with a friend, send it to someone, the best um, form of marketing. We like to say is always word of mouth. Send it to a friend, send me a screenshot of you sending it and I'll send you a dollar on Venmo. Look at that. Too. I like that. Much love. And uh, man, uh, you know what we like to say, right? Yeah, man. Cheers to sports. Peace. You're listening to the Sports on Tap Podcast Network. Cheers to sports. Yeah.